0: we're going to pray and we're going to look to the Lord at this hour thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus praise you Father thank you Holy Spirit Blessed Lord, we praise you. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this time. We praise you, Father. The maker of heaven and earth. The giver of life you are. Death cannot stand in your presence. And we praise you, Lord. For all your love, we praise you, Lord, for your sacrifice on the cross. To whom much is given, much will be required, this is God's word. As we are here receiving much from God, we need to know that what we do for Christ is important. To whom much is given, much will be required. God is no debtor to anyone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time. Help us as a church to draw closer to you during this last week, few days left before we in this year, as we're preparing ourselves to stand before the living God to partake in what God has for us in the upcoming year I pray, Father that you magnify Jesus magnify Jesus magnify Jesus Magnify Jesus. Magnify Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We praise 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 you. Hallelujah. Take a few moments in the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. And thank the Lord for giving you the privilege to be here, to sit at His feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You are beautiful beyond description. Too marvelous for words do wonderful for comprehension there's nothing nothing is out there that can be compared to the awesome wondrous works of God Almighty oh we thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Lord, we lay ourselves at your feet, and we ask you that you visit us during this hour. 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 Just open your mouth wherever you are. Tell the Lord, Lord, visit me during this hour. Cleanse me, do a work of cleansing in my life. Visit me during this hour. Tell the Lord, visit me during this hour. Thank you, Jesus. Visit me during this hour. Thank you, Jesus. Visit me during this hour. Thank you, Father. Visit me during this hour. Say it sincerely and say it with faith. If you're asking God, you must expect God to visit you. You must expect God to talk to you. If you're asking the Lord to speak to you, then you must expect God to speak to you. If you're not expecting, just don't just say it, just to say it. Thank you, Jesus. Ask the Lord, Lord, visit me. Will you visit me during this hour? Lord, please visit me during this hour. Take away all the spiritual callousness that is there. Visit me during this hour. Thank you, Father. Oh, precious Father, precious Father, precious Father, precious Father, precious Father, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus. Thank You, Father. Thank You, Father, for being so good to us. Thank You, Lord. Thank You for being so good to us. We praise You, Lord. Thank You for being so good to us. We praise You, Lord. Thank You for being so good to us. We praise You, Father. Thank You, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we pray during this last Bible study that you have for us in this year of 2021. Lord, visit us in a special way. We thank you for your word is true. We thank you for your power is true. We thank you. We love is true. We thank you, Lord, because you are the truth, Father. You are the truth, Father. You are the truth, Father. We thank you. 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 We thank you, Jesus. Bless us, Lord, today. Bless us in a substantial way. Bless us in a special way help us to be a blessing to you. Help us not to be people who just receive and receive and receive. Help us to be people who receive and who reciprocate. Father, what you put into our hands, O Lord. Help us to be people, Lord, who be generous towards God. Help us be people who take this word that you give to us and take it and give it to many other people. Father, I pray help us to be people who will take the word that you are giving to our hands apply it to our hearts oh Lord help us to be people who will multiply what you entrust into our hands oh Lord especially the word that you are giving to us week after week after week that we may apply it and also share it with others Thank thank you Father thank you Father thank you Father Lord we commit ourselves into your hands I ask you, Lord, once more that you will touch every heart, every mind, every body that is here. Touch every soul that is here. Father, do a mighty work, Lord. Do a mighty work, Lord. Lord, every heart may become a plowed field. Let every heart become a plowed field at this hour. In the name of Jesus. That every fallow ground be broken every dry ground be moistened by the dew that comes from heaven oh spirit of the living god i pray lord that you'll bring life father into every dead water bring life oh lord in the name of jesus that which is lacking may be supplied by our father in heaven in the name of jesus Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. We are in need of you, Lord. We are in need of you this hour. And every evil spirit that is trying to tamper with the delivery of your word to your people, I bind them in Jesus' name. I take victory in Jesus' name. Every evil spirit that is trying to block your people from receiving the word that you have for them, I bind them in Jesus' name. take victory in Jesus' name. Every distraction cares the world. Busyness Oh Father, be removed from your people in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Magnify Jesus, O Lord. Magnify Jesus, O Lord, I pray, magnify Jesus, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just commit yourself to the Word that God is going to give to you at this hour. And pray in your heart. Tell the Lord, Lord, I will treasure your Word. I will treasure your Word. Your Word is all I need. I will treasure your Word. I will not be careless towards your Word. I will not be careless towards your Word. Tell the Lord, I will treasure your Word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is warring against this hour, I curse it in Jesus name, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth every unclean spirit that is warring against the word of God from being given to your people, I bind it right now in Jesus name, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Satan take your weapons and flee right now in Jesus name in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth you hindering spirit, I cast you out from our midst right now in Jesus name, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth thank you Heavenly Father In the name of Jesus, I take authority over every unclean spirit in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I take victory over this hour. In the name of Jesus, the Spirit of God may have his way. And I thank you, Lord, for doing this. In Jesus' name, thank you for the word that you gave. I ask you, Spirit of the living God, that you will immerse this word in the river of God Almighty. Immerse this word in the oil of the Holy Spirit right now. In Jesus' name. And I ask you, Lord, that you will set this word on fire in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you will drive this word, Father, into the hearts, minds, spirits, and bodies of your people right now in Jesus' name. That no one miss what you have for them, Lord. And let it make a permanent mark in their souls in Jesus' name. And I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise be to God. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of Ruth. Ruth, chapter 2. I'm just going to open my Bible with you. If you have your Bibles with you, I encourage you to... Thank you, Jesus. Ruth, chapter 2. And we are going to read from verse... 1. Ruth chapter 2 from verse 1 onwards. Now Naomi had a relative on her husband's side a man of standing from the clan of Elimelech whose name was Boaz. I'm going to switch to the New King James Version. Let me go to verse 1 again. Ruth chapter 2 from verse 1 onwards. There was a relative of Naomi's husband, a man of great wealth of the family of Elimelech. His name was Boaz. So Ruth the Moabitess said to Naomi, Please let me go to the field and glean heads of grain after him in whose sight I may find favor. And she said to her, Go, my daughter. Then she left and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And she happened to come to the part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was of the family of Elimelech. Now behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered him, The Lord bless you. I want to stop right here, and we will pray for a minute. Please repeat this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Now, we see here where the Spirit of God has recorded a real incident that happened in Israel. There was this man of great wealth and this man's name was Boaz and he was related to Elimelech, Naomi's husband now Ruth a Moabite woman who left Moab and who came to Israel after Naomi heard that God had visited Israel Naomi left Israel because there was a famine there. She was someone who did not choose to stay there to suffer with the people of God. But she looked for a way out and she said, You know what? This is too much over here. Let me just go over there. It's good over there. They're doing well. Why should I just be here? Let me just go there. Instead of staying within the will of God... Naomi moved outside the will of God. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Naomi, if she would have stayed there, her life would have been different. But Naomi said, Well, there's famine here. I don't want to stay here. Did God tell Naomi to leave Israel and go to Moab? No. If God would have told Naomi to leave Israel and go to Moab then it would have been a blessing for her like we see with Jesus Christ when Jesus was a baby God sent an angel to Joseph to warn him in a dream take the young child and go from here and go to Egypt stay there Until I tell you, when I tell you to come back, that time you bring the baby and the mother back to the place that God want him to. You know that after that, Jesus grew up in Nazareth after staying in Egypt. The Bible says, Jesus was sent to Egypt with Mary and Joseph to fulfill the prophecy which says, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Now, everything that we see in the Bible is a type. God has a a reason why he does certain things. It's not uh, randomly taking place, but it has specific purpose. And so when you look at Jesus, Jesus was taken to um, Egypt by his father, he went with his mother uh, directed by the heavenly father to go to Egypt. Why? Because the prophecy concerning Jesus had to be fulfilled. What was it? Out of Egypt have I called my son. This represents the church of God, the believers, who God calls out of Egypt, out of darkness, into himself, to his light. And Jesus Christ, the, the Son of God, who is the propitiation for our sins, the Lamb of God, He was taken to Egypt to show this in a symbolic manner that we who were in Egypt, Jesus came to set us free, to bring us to his land. God did that for the children of Israel, for the descendants of Abraham, where they were in Egypt for 400 years. And then God sent a deliverer, and he delivered them from Egypt and brought them to Canaan. When God tells us to go, it's a good thing. When God says, Well, I want you to do this. At that time, we say that, Well, I'm not going to do that, Lord. Because then it's going to look like I'm scared. Well, God is so powerful. Then how can Herod go after Jesus? And if Jesus is the Messiah, how can Herod touch Jesus? So I will stay here. I'm not going to go. Joseph didn't say that. Even though Jesus was the Messiah even though Herod has no power over Jesus, unless power is given from on high. When God tells us to do something, at that time we can't act wiser than God. God will tell us to do something very specific. At that time we can say, well, Egypt, I'm not going. When God does not tell you to go to Moab, you go. It'll be a disaster. There'll be a disaster waiting for you. When you say, well, I'm going to leave Israel because there's a famine. I don't want to be here. I want to go to Moab. I'm going to start over again because in Moab, everything looks good. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Moab will carry disaster after disaster after disaster. The people, though they were under famine, they were within the will of God. Even though they were chastened, they were in the hand of God. That's the difference. We try to run away from the will of God. When we rely on our own wisdom, when we try to do our own thing, our own way, then what happens? Disaster awaits us. Anytime you go outside the will of God, and try to do your own thing, what happens? disaster will strike us. We must understand. The only thing that preserves us and keeps us is being in the will of God, perfect will of God. For Jesus Christ, it was the perfect will of the Father for him to be taken to Egypt. Jesus had nothing to do with Egypt, by the way. Remember that. For a short time, his parents took him there and God told him that Herod is dead. His father, Joseph, brought Jesus back to the land of God so even though he was taken to Egypt guess what Jesus had all the protection there because he was within the will of God make sure you're within the will of God wherever you may go whether you're going to go from one place to the other whether you're going to go from one city to the other one country to the other You must be within the will of God. Never try to make decisions based on what your eyes can see, what your mind can think, what you feel like. Well, it's nice over there. Look what happened to Lot. Lot thought, it was nice over there. It's really nice over there. It's all green. Let me go there. When the angel of the Lord says, no, no, just go here. No, no, no. Let me go. When the angel of the Lord said, flee to the mountain. He said, no, no, no. I'll go to the plains. It looks really good there. Never try to be smarter than God because a disaster will await you when you do it your own way which is being led by the demonic spirits, which will take you away from the will of God. Our safety, my safety, your safety is within the will of God. When the Lord says flee, if we don't flee, and we say that, well, God is my protection, there are people like that. You know, when um, Danny was in um, in in Danny's college, when they had on-campus classes, his uh, they had a club fair and right um, next to his club the place that they booked was supposed to be uh the witchcraft club. So Daniel told the people, Hey, we shouldn't take that spot. We'll you know, move somewhere else. We don't want to be right next to the people. You know there was somebody who said that Well God covers us so we'll be there. Well, God covers us. Nothing is going to happen to us. Daniel told them, my parents do deliverance ministry and they deal with these things. If you can switch, you should switch. You know, well, they try to act smart. They try to say, nothing is going to touch us. Most people don't know what they're talking about. When it touches them, they can't stand if they're not in the will of God. If you're in the will of God, then God gives the grace and God makes you to come out at the top. But if you're not in the will of God, Satan will wipe you out. So it is very important to be discreet in our Christian life by using God's wisdom. Not go by what we see, not go by what we hear, not go by what my friend says, my co-worker says, my relative says, my who says, doesn't matter did God tell you is God telling you to switch your job is God telling you to move is God telling you to do that if he tells you to do that you better make sure that you heard from God and make sure that you're walking so closely with God that you can really hear God otherwise a disaster will wait for you this is a prophecy and it's a warning that God is giving be very careful whatever decision you're gonna make make sure that you are in the will of God There is a way that seems right to man. The Bible says, but the end is destruction. We need to know the will of God and to be within the will of God. The Holy Spirit is speaking to us at this hour. So with Jesus Christ in Egypt, there was safety. If he would have been, if Joseph would have had them there, God would have done something to Jesus too because Jesus had a call, but something would have happened to Joseph and Mary right there. It is important for us to be within the will of God. Joseph was wise enough to hear the Lord and do what God wanted him to do. So they had the protection of God in Egypt. God was there. The presence of God was there. Jesus grew up there in undefiled manner. Nothing touched him. Egypt couldn't touch him. Egypt had no power on Jesus. Jesus grew up as a sinless child, sinless young man. Jesus was a sinless person while he was on the face of the earth, who never knew sin, who never did sin, nothing, even while he was in Egypt, because it was the will of God for him to be there as long as God wanted him to be there, not a second more. Once God says, your time is over, move back, it is important to move back when God says, move at that time when we say, that, well, this is comfortable here, Lord, and we're all doing good, now we have to move, I don't feel like, and it'll be a disaster. Anytime you're outside the will of God, it'll be a disaster, remember that, because grace is only given to us when we are within the will of God. Grace is given by God to accomplish the will of God. If you're outside the will of God, the grace that has been given by God for you to do the will of God will not be there. So make sure you are within the will of God. Now, Naomi and her husband and her two sons left Israel because there was famine and oh, they said it's not convenient here. Let's move to Moab. It's not convenient here. Let's go to Moab. It looks good in Moab. Doesn't matter. God is not there. I can still take God with me. You know how people spiritualize their sin. How people spiritualize their disobedience. God is with me wherever I go. Really? That's not the truth. If you go where God goes, then God is with you. If you go into a place where God says, don't go, like how Jonah went, God will not be there. Only a big fish will be there waiting to swallow you. Then three nights as Jonah was there wailing it took three nights for him to repent only when he repented he came out if he wouldn't have repented it could have caused even more agony maybe he would have never came out if he wouldn't have repented if he would have taken longer he would have been longer in the fish belly God is speaking into our hearts at this hour we must be in the center of God's perfect will be in the center of God's perfect world. Just don't wander. Just don't go anywhere and everywhere saying, I have Jesus, I have Jesus. We will fool ourselves. That's what Samson thought. Samson was in a backslidden state, but he thought that he had God with him when God left him, when the Spirit of God had already departed from him. So what happened? What happened? He had to come to a place where he really had to see God had departed When? when the anointing of God that kept him was no longer there to keep him, when they bound him and he would get up and he would just break it as if he was breaking a thin thread, he thought, I will do it again. This will happen to me again. And well, this is there. He took God for granted. Never take God for granted. Because God did for you yesterday doesn't mean that he will do it for you today. If you become a prodigal, it will not happen Because you experienced something yesterday, don't think that that will carry you into tomorrow. Every day you have to be with Jesus Christ. Every day. Make sure that you carry the presence of God and make sure you are walking with God. Make sure you are hearing from God. Make sure you are found within the will of God. Now, Naomi left Israel you can read it in the first chapter of Ruth she left Israel and she moves to Moab with her husband now let me give you a warning here just because your husband is telling you to do just don't go, follow if you follow the blind you will fall into the ditch the Bible says that Naomi did that she lost both her sons make sure your head of the house is a godly head if it's an ungodly head, you'll be following Satan. It'll be a disaster for you. Understand that. Husbands, love your wives and wife. Submit to your husband. Is for those who are walking with God and who love the wife like how Christ loves church. That means the man has to represent Christ at home. If he's not representing Christ at home, and if he's somebody who is living in sin, guess who is leading him? Satan is leading him if you submit to him guess who you're submitting to you're submitting to Lucifer this section has been written for godly people if your husband tells you well I want you to go and buy some drugs for me will you say that there was a couple who actually came to me like that some years back a woman who said that, well, I'm a really godly, No, you know, I met her at the rehab center. I'm a really godly wife. The reason why I'm here is because my husband is a drug addict and he wants me to do drugs and that's why I'm doing drugs because I'm obeying the Bible. Really? How deceived people are. How Satan has caused them to buy his lies. Why is this happening? Because they don't know the word. If the word is in them, they will not be given over to such lies. What a disaster. What a disaster. The guy is in jail and she's in the rehab center. And what she's saying? I'm following the scripture. Really? 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 What a twist of the word of God. When that particular portion was written to the people who are walking with God, if God is telling you to submit to someone, ultimately submit to God first. Whatever he says goes first. No matter who the man or the woman is who is telling you to do something contrary, you bow down to God Almighty. And every counsel that comes to you has to go in line with the counsel of God Almighty. If it goes against it, at that time, you say no to that, no matter who it is, whether it's the president or whether it's your husband, doesn't matter. Same thing goes for your wife. You need to be someone who knows the word and who does the word. When you die, you're going to go alone and stand before God. Your husband is not going to go with you. Your wife is not going to go with you. Remember that. Trying two people, please, will take you to hell. Remember that it's better to be a fighter when it comes to the things of God to fight for righteousness not with your mouth but with your behavior but not with your mouth on your knees before God say no to where you have to say no to say no to whom you have to say no to and pray on your knees before God be someone who would learn to fight on your knees before God Almighty Be someone who would fight on your knees before God Almighty for your wayward husband or for your wayward wife or for your wayward children. Be someone who has the backbone to stand up for righteousness in a good way, in a God-glorifying way, in a loving way, in a firm way when you say no. At the same time, fight on your knees. Jesus, the God of love, knew when he had to make a whip And take that whip and use that whip in order to cleanse the temple. Jesus is not like the mushy kind of a creature that people paint him to be. He's the God of love on one side and on the other side, he's a consuming fire. He's a God whose eyes are full of love. And in the book of Revelation, you see God whose eyes are on fire. The eyes of love towards those who obey him eyes of fire towards those who mock him equals disobey him it is the same Jesus who will on that day say you said Lord Lord don't even come near me get away from me that's the Lord of love God is not mocked we must understand that we must be found in the will of God within the will of God now What happened to Naomi when she left Israel saying that, well, it's nice over there, it's bright over there, over here. Look, they don't have that much bread and it's so expensive and and half the time the store is empty. Well, you need to repent and turn to God and God will. If God fed the people in the Old Testament, God will feed you if you're walking right with God even if there's famine all around God will feed you what did Naomi do she said let's go she spoke with Elimelech both of them were in agreement to do that which is not the will of God just like Ananias and Sapphira they both were in oneness such oneness to do that which was displeasing to God may never be said of any couple in this church If one is sleeping, at least the other one should be awake to tap them and say, hey, wake up before you fall asleep and fall. That's why it's important to have two people. Not that both of them will just fall asleep together. One has to be there to shake them up. Shake the one who is sleeping. Be that one. Don't look at the next person and say, well, I don't have that one. You be that one let God mold you into that person well, you don't become like Naomi and Elimelech's family they just went because it said oh I like that place this is too hard this is too difficult there's like a lot of stress And well, there's was stress here there was death there what did she choose? she didn't choose life she chose death or was stress because she went outside the will of God She lost both her sons. And then she turned to the living God. Didn't have to happen that way. It didn't have to happen that way. All those who stayed there saw Naomi come. Oh my Lord, they said. She went full and now she's coming empty. Well, she looked smart. Smarter than the rest of the people there. When she left, she said, Well, I'm going, you people, you don't know how to live and look at me always remember, time will tell. When you make unwise decisions, when you think that you're smarter than God, when you think that you can be outside the will of God, and do whatever you want to do. In the beginning, everything will look right. The Bible never said, well, Naomi we went, and the next day, Elimelech died, her husband died, and their sons died. No. They lived there, and they even got married there. Everything looked fine for a certain amount of time. Then, suddenly came the destruction. So just because someone goes outside the will of God and other people think, oh, they're doing good. Maybe we too can go outside the will of God. Wait till you see. There's safety in the hand of the Almighty God. There's safety under the wings of the Almighty God. There's safety. When we are outside the will of God, there will be disaster. Disaster. May God speak. To her heart at this hour. And when you go to chapter 2. This is when you see her returning. When she's returning. Now Ruth makes a choice. She makes a choice. Ruth is Naomi's daughter-in-law. She makes a choice. To leave Moab. And come to Israel. What a contrast. See that. One left Israel to go to Moab. Because she thought that. She can get something from Moab. And then you see another one, new, who didn't know much. She's leaving Moab, the very place Naomi came to. Ruth is leaving Moab, and she's coming to Israel, not because she was going to get something. Because she chose to take Naomi's God to be her God. And chose to take Naomi's people to be her people. Even though she knew that she was not going to get anything. She didn't expect anything. See, when we follow God for who He is. With pure motives. We follow God for who He is. Without your own agenda in the back of your mind when you follow God for who he is even when everything looks dark even when everything looks empty even when everything looks dry you know that he is with you God is not the God of Moab God is the God of Israel if God tells you to go to Moab then he will come with you to Moab and just be right where you are just to protect you just like how The children of Israel, when they were taken to Goshen by God through Joseph, Goshen was a protected area for the children of Israel. When Egypt had darkness, Goshen had light. Even though it was within Egypt. The reason is, they were within the will of God. But if you're not within the will of God, and you run outside the will of God, Disaster will await you. God is speaking to her hearts today. Don't put yourself in a place where Naomi lost everything. And she came back bitter. Nothing was there. Everything was gone. Empty. She thought it was tough over here. When she went there, she experienced what it was to really suffer. And that suffering is not because she was in the will of God, but because she was outside the will of God. Now, Ruth, on the other hand, makes a choice. We need to compare, here as the Holy Spirit wants us to, compare Naomi with Ruth. How Naomi left Israel and went to Moab, and how Ruth left Moab and went to Israel. Here's this young girl, a young woman, where... She's not an Israelite. She doesn't have Israelite parents. But she heard something from Naomi. Imagine how Naomi itself is a backslidden person from there. She got something from this woman. And Naomi might have really repented in her heart because when she knew God visited his people, she got up and she left. She didn't say, well, when I go back, how are they going to think about me? They're going to laugh, so I'm not going, let me just die in Moab it's just me, let me just die here, no at some point Naomi repented and so how she would have lived before God at that point God alone knows but we can understand that it definitely made an impact in Ruth's life where Ruth took Naomi's God to be her God and Naomi's people to be her people, it was quite attractive It was something that drew her to Israel. Naomi had that capacity to draw her because of her relationship with God at a certain point. Now Ruth has made this decision. I'm going to leave everything and I'm going to go to where God is. She left her people. She left everything. She left her parents. She left her Friends, she loved everybody she knew. And she said, I'm going to the land where God is, where God's people are. And she makes that journey. She was not expecting anything in return. She knew she was already empty. She was not expecting Naomi to do anything for her. Because Naomi already told her, I have nothing for you to offer. Just go back. At least you have people to take her if you're over there. We don't have any. Just don't come. But she said, don't tell me not to come anymore. I will come. So Ruth left Moab and went to Israel, not because she saw something that pleased her eyes, not because she heard something that pleased her ears, but because she truly loved God. Nomi's God. And she truly loved Nomi. There was something that was happening within Ruth. Something that happened within Ruth. That caused her to become a woman of faith. To leave Moab. Not for an earthly gain. But she left Moab simply because she truly loved God and loved her mother-in-law. Genuine love for God and His people. She said, God's people are my people. The place where God is, that is my place. I'm not going to leave this place. Ruth never left that place after that. She never said, well, I got married to Boaz and well, I have a child over here and I'm going to go back to know Moab. Let me take Boaz and go. No, it didn't happen there did not she set foot in Israel and Israel became her homeland she set foot in the place of God and that became her home and God gave her a home in there you know why? because her heart was there sometimes some people's bodies will be there but their heart will not be there Ruth was not like that her heart was in the right place her heart was in the place of God her heart was in the, with the people of God her heart was in the house of God her heart was where God was God is speaking to our hearts today may we be sincerely seeking God may we be sincere seekers of the living God not just come and see what I can get but I really want God almighty whether I get anything or not that's not the reason why I'm following Jesus even though he has promised so much I'm following Jesus because I love him I've chosen him to be my God I've chosen his people to be my people this is my family she never switched between Israel and Moab and Israel and Moab and some people are like that half here half there half here half there Have no wonder they never study they never grow properly because they are tossed to and fro back and forth set foot in Israel and stay in Israel like Ruth did you know what God did for her this woman who was influenced by Naomi God's eyes were upon her. Even though she didn't have a plan, even though she didn't have a backup plan, even though she didn't know what was going to happen to her, she just went with Naomi. You know who was leading her? God was leading her. She was someone who was so strongly committed to God, Moab had no pull. Moab had no pull over her life. You know, there are a lot of people who say, well, you know, the enemy is pulling me, and Satan is calling me, and well... And are you really listening to God or listening to the devil? If you are surrendered to God and if you really love God and if you're in a love relationship with God, no stranger will come and have a pull over your emotions. It's not going to happen. Who you really love, that's the person you want to be with. But if your heart is always wavering, then you'll be looking at 10 different people. But if you are a faithful person, if you are a person who's truly committed to God, to a relationship with God, then nobody, no stranger will have an impact on you. Nobody can have any pull of your life. Because the one who has your heart has it in his hands. So for Ruth, Moab, even though it was a birthplace, had no influence whatsoever. She was able to easily let go of Moab for Israel God is speaking to your heart today before you enter into the new year you must come to a place where Moab has no pull over your life you must come to a place where Ruth came to as a Moabite woman she had such an encounter with God she had such a change in her life that even though Naomi said don't come don't come you won't get anything go back and her sister-in-law went back but she said no She was so determined, she said, Nope, I will go. No one, including Naomi, was able to change her mind. There are people like that on the face of the earth who are determined to please God. Nobody can shake them. Not the devil. No one. It was a test for her from God. As we saw on Sunday, everybody will be tested at different points, at different times, and many times before we finish our course on earth. And every time we pass the test, we are promoted. Every time we pass the test, there is a blessing. Our genuineness will come forth before God, before our eyes for us to see, before others' eyes for them to see. So, was a test for Ruth. Where Naomi said, "Don't come, don't come." Ruth passed the test. Nobody could convince her. Nobody. Ruth's heart was not in Moab Ruth's heart was not placed upon a man Ruth then say well I feel so lonely I need somebody I need a family look at everyone and look at me that's a self-pity demon by the way which always compare itself to somebody else know that God has a plan for you know that you have a unique path Know that you need to be found doing the will of God. Don't look at anyone else. No two people are running in the same track, remember. No two people are running in the same track. Nobody can run in my track, and I will not run in anybody's track. The track that God has for me, that's my track. The goal that I have in front of me, that's my goal. I will not look at anybody else's goal. You need to run in your track looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. If you keep looking at everyone all around, all over, before you know, you will lose. But if you keep your eyes fixed on the author and the finish of your faith, then no matter what happens around you, you will be like Ruth. No matter who says don't go, no matter who says what, no matter who discourages you, no matter who encourages you, doesn't matter. It's not going to make an effect on you because... Deep inside of you, you know that Jesus is all I want and Jesus is all I need. Nobody can separate me from the love of Christ. You know, a lot of people doing drugs and watching pornography will say that nothing can separate me from the love of God. While I watch pornography, I'll go to heaven. Really? Nothing can separate me from the Really? Really? If filthy women can separate you from the love of God, how can you even say that? nothing can separate me from the love of God you have no integrity whatsoever we need to be careful when we use scriptures be very careful when you use scriptures only when you really love God you can say nothing can separate me from the love of God because I have a strong love towards God as Ruth said no matter what comes my way I'll say no to Moab And I will say, yes to going forward towards Israel. On this last Bible study, Tuesday, in this 2021, God is asking you something. What are you being influenced by? What are you really being influenced by? What is really influencing your decisions, your thinking, and who are you talking to? If you have worldly friends, then the worldly spirit will influence you. If you have people who are not really walking with God, if they are not hot, but they are lukewarm, then that lukewarmness will creep into you. What are you looking at? What are you hearing? what are you partnering with is very important. Very important. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. If you give yourselves over to God Almighty, like how Ruth gave herself to God Almighty, then you will have a strong personality when it comes to doing the right thing, when it comes to following Jesus Christ. When it comes to obeying God's word, nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. At that time, you can boldly say, whether it's hunger, whether it's sword, whether it's famine, whether it's man, whether it's woman, whether it's garbage, whatever it is, whether it's gold, nothing will separate me from the love of Christ. Apostle Paul counted everything as done. Those were not sinful things. Education is not sin. The honor that he got from The world is not sin. The wealth that he had, the status that he had is not sin. Those were all blessings from God. Do you know what? He found something higher. He found something better. And he said, I'm going to discard all of that because I'm going to run after that. How much more when it comes to sin? We can't say that. I'll have sin and I'll run after Jesus. It doesn't work that way. It'll drag you down. God's word says your sin shall find you out. It shall find you out. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. It's better to come clean in the presence of God, like how Naomi did. After she experienced the bitterness of her soul, having lost her husband and both the sons, her life was a mess. She said, I'm going to return to my God I'm going to return to his people and her decision touched Ruth who was a Moabite woman the change that took place in Naomi's life affected Ruth a Moabite woman the way your life will change it will touch the lives of people like Ruth Moabites you really want to be and influence in the lives of others used by God, we need to leave Moab. If you don't leave Moab, then disaster will strike you. If you're planning to leave Israel and planning to go to Moab, disaster will strike you. Make sure you're in the will of God. If you're in Moab, Backslidden. God is speaking to you this hour. Get up just like the prodigal son did. Get up just like Naomi did. Return to the God of Israel. Return to the Lord God of heaven and earth. Go to Israel. Go back to Israel. You came from Israel. Go back to Israel. Your life becomes a witness those who are with you family members just like Ruth just like Naomi's daughter-in-law Ruth will see the Living God inside of you and they'll say I want your Jesus they'll say your people shall be my people your God shall be my God let your light so shine before men that those around you may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Shall we pray? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I know that you have spoken to people. Your word has gone out of your mouth to the hearts of your people. And what you have spoken through your servant this day, you will require it from the hands of your people because you have given this word this day in order to protect those who are about to face loss terrible loss, eternal loss loss that cannot be recovered Naomi lost her husband and her sons she never got them back there are mistakes that are very serious once you make them and you think that you're smart, smarter than God, to go outside the will of God. There are certain specific losses that will happen that cannot be gained back. Remember that. They cannot be recovered. But if you are in the will of God, whatever loss that may come to you, like David in Ziglac, he will go and recover whatever the enemy took and take the enemy's possessions as well. That's the difference between those who are within the will of God and those who are not within the will of God. Both may appear like both of them are suffering. Job suffered too. But he was suffering within the will of God. And God came down to Job and did his glorious work in his body and in his family. But if we are not within the will of God, what we lose will be lost for good it cannot be recovered so God is speaking to your hearts at this hour before you do anything make sure you are within the will of God make sure you are within the will of God Naomi had a very independent spirit She said I know what to do I know what is good God is leading me these are very dangerous terms people who are about to fall use People are about to get badly hurt use. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The safest place for you and I to be is within the will of God. In doing the will of God. In knowing the will of God. When you are in the will of God. When Naomi decided that she's going to go back and she returned to her God before she could return to her country to her people she became a blessing to Ruth she became an agent of change in her family in Ruth that's what God will do for you when you repent and turn back to God and say Lord I will do what you have told me to do I won't be headstrong and do my own thing like Naomi did. At the end, suffer loss. They can never be restored or recovered. Those of you, God is speaking to your hearts to be like Ruth. Go after Jesus. Go after Jesus with everything that is within you. May he be the love of your life to the extent that Moab has no pull over your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And for such people, people who are like Ruth, who are truly in love with Jesus, that Moab has no pull, that they are not being tossed to and fro, but they are following Jesus with everything that is within them. God will take care of everything for them. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. That which you're not seeking after will come after you when you seek God and His kingdom, His righteousness. When you seek Him first, His kingdom first, His righteousness first. And all the things that you're not seeking after will come after you. Thank you, Jesus. So, Father, I bring your people before your presence. I ask you that you will touch them. Father, we ask you to speak to us and you have spoken to your people. I pray may they take this word that you have delivered to them and take it to heart and live by it. The, The reason why you have given your word today is for your people not to fall a prey. To the enemy. For people not to fall into the snares of the enemy. Oh Father I pray. That you'll bless them. In the name of Jesus. I ask you Lord. That this word that you've given may not. Fall on deaf ears. May it not. Fall on barren ground. May it bring forth fruit my Father. In the name of the. Father, Son and the Holy Spirit as your servant standing in the presence of God before the throne of God according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God I bless your people this night with the blessings that you alone can bless them with that they may be like Ruth be determined to know jesus and jesus alone to be determined to follow jesus and jesus alone to be determined to live for jesus and jesus alone and thereby and may they be blessed by you father in an immeasurable manner for this i ask in jesus name amen amen thank you, jesus